I have just launched a mastermind called The Circle of Influence, where I'll be taking you under my wing to show you how to build a platform online that generates an income for you so you can have more freedom in your life. I'm also gonna show you how to become a powerful influencer online so that you can score interviews and so you can get exposure on major publications and platforms. And I'm gonna even show you how to build these platforms yourself, such as a website, a podcast, a YouTube channel, and a social media following so that you can get your message out there to millions. I'm also going to show you how to network with other incredible leaders online so that you can interview them and so that you can collaborate with them and really show you how to refine your story so you can share it in an unforgettable way to score more interviews, to score book deals, and to gain more speaking opportunities so that you can become a powerhouse leader. Now, if this speaks to you, make sure you head over to IamJoelBrown.com slash apply and get in before I close my doors on this live interactive exclusive opportunity where I'm going to go deep with you and with the community of Circle of Influence Game Changers. Don't miss this. Now let's get into this interview. Thank you for tuning into this episode. My name is Joel Brown and I am passionate about teaching you how to break through your inner limitations so that you can live a mind strong life. Now I'm going to teach you how I personally broke through my fears in order for me to be able to reach a whole new level of success that I never knew existed. And the way that I did this was that eight years ago, I had this experience. And what it was, was I was asked to take on this course in order for me to be able to work up north in the deserts of Western Australia. And because I dropped out of high school at 16 years old, this was my only backdoor my only way to get in. And to be honest, it shook me to my core. And what it was, was I had a big fear of snakes. I remember just having dreams about them and waking up in sweats in the middle of the night. I remember thinking about them, even when I was awake and lifting my feet off the ground so the imaginary snakes could get, you know, from under me and not bite me. That's how scared I was of snakes. And in order for me to get this job up north, I needed to get a snake handling certificate to work with the environmental team there. That was my only way in. And you know, they paid well, they paid 120, 140,000 Australian a year. I just casted my 10 year vision for success with Jordan Belfort, the Wolf of Wall Street. And I mapped out all these things that I wanted to achieve in my life. But I knew that I needed to get some money behind me to implement in my business in order to grow it. So I really had to buckle up, you know, and, and really face my fears. And so I went to this snake handling course and the teacher in this course taught a lesson that I, I, I remember to this day, it was so vivid, just sitting in that room and hearing this, it shifted my perspective in a, in a moment. And he shared that he was up north in the deserts of Western Australia in the Northern Territory. And he met this young Aboriginal boy and this young Aboriginal boy was scared of the dark and spiders. And from a very young age, he was told that spiders can kill you and that evil things happen in the dark. And so he wanted to sleep with his light on. Uh, If he saw any spider, it didn't matter whether it was a dangerous one or not, he would jump on the person closest to him uh, in fear that he was going to be attacked and killed. And, you know, I'm not saying that you can't be attacked by spiders. You can. But for the most part, these were just house spiders and, and innocent little spiders. And he was scared of them all. Okay, so you had this belief that uh, he, he must be wary of them all the time, no matter what they are. But then again, 
he was out there hunting crocodiles and massive lizards and he would be out there all day around them as if they were nothing with no fear now see in our minds we'd say well the snake or the uh the crocodile or the massive lizards would be more dangerous but the thing is he had a program in his mind from a very young age that he needed to stay away from this and so what this shows you is that he had a lack of understanding, he had a lack of knowledge in his mind, and therefore he wasn't able to meet his fears with respect. Now, as I started to learn more about snakes myself in this course, I was tested right at the end of this course where there was a, uh, an empty uh, three-bedroom place, and snakes were planted by the teacher uh, in these separate bedrooms and there were five of Australia's deadliest snakes. Uh, there was a Jewgite, a King Brown, there was a tiger snake, uh, there was a death adder and there was a red belly black snake and these are all very venomous. And so our final test was to go in by ourselves and to catch these snakes with a snake grabber uh, and also a bag and to put them in the bag and bag them. And I did it but the only reason why I really felt like I could face my fears is because over the course of the two days, our teacher taught us everything we needed to know about these snakes. So our level of knowledge and understanding rose. And see, if our fear could be up here. But if your level of knowledge and understanding is down here, and your experience is down here, you aren't going to be able to meet the fear with respect. Now, you can still fear certain things at a certain level that's to keep us safe but as you increase your knowledge understanding and experience you can match it and see it for what it is and keep calm and keep balance when you're facing it and this is the first time i was really exposed to this idea of doing the research asking the questions really getting a realistic understanding of what i was actually facing instead of letting the emotions flood my body in, in this automatic reaction to things in my life that i feared and actually got in and, and, and tried to wrap my mind around it before I decided that I would either do it or not. So this is such a great lesson and you can do this too. I do it all the time now. If I fear something, I go and do the research. I increase my knowledge so that I can meet that level of fear with respect and then I decide whether or not I'm going to face it. And this is such a great tool that you can implement that really empowers you and it really settles down the fears in your subconscious mind. It really empowers you from a conscious level and in order for us to create change, we need to have a thought that is more powerful than the emotion because the emotions coming from the unconscious mind and the unconscious mind is the body and it's flooding back and forth like this on a loop and it's scaring us out of things, trying to keep us safe. Sometimes it's, it's uh, good for us to do that so that we don't put ourselves in danger and other times it's just this automatic reaction that keeps us away from achieving our goals and doing great things in our life. Now, that is part one to how I really broke through my fears. Part two is this. Uh, when I was 22 years old, so this is a good 10 years ago, I'm 32 now, 10 years ago, I was flying on a plane uh, from LA to Japan, to Tokyo. And as I was on this flight, it was very turbulent. This was the second time I had ever uh, flown long distance in my life. And there was a moment where the lights were flickering on the plane and the plane had this kind of this one second, half a second drop and it scared me a lot. And so in that moment, I made it mean that planes are dangerous. But here's the thing, with my career of speaking and coaching and doing workshops around the world and flying to meet my clients, it required for me to travel quite a lot. And so I was holding this fear often of flying. And it got so real for me that I would feel this weeks before I'd even jump on a plane 
to fly somewhere to speak or to coach. And I took on a training uh, workshop with a guy by the name of Richard Bandler. Uh, he is one of the co-founders of NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. And I did a 10-day course with him and I brought up with him that I had this fear around flying and I didn't know what to do to get rid of it. And so he taught me that, you know, we can imagine with our mind anything. Anything's possible here, okay? Everything starts in the theater of the mind. As I say, as I'm teaching my vision pieces to my students, I always say that everything starts in the theater of your mind. And, and he said, you know, when we create this uh, experience in our mind, our body doesn't know the difference. It's just going with it. It actually thinks that it's real. So weeks before I'm having dreams about a plane going down. I'm thinking about like the plane having technical problems and I'm starting to create this case in my mind that this isn't a good thing, right? So my body starts trying to keep me safe. My palms get sweaty, my heart palpitates and my heartbeat races. And I really start thinking of these negative thoughts and I start to spiral. And so I said to him, I really want to get to a place where I'm empowered and I can hop on the plane and not worry about these things. So he said, first things first, we've got to understand the facts. So he had me re research how safe flying actually is. And as I saw, there was millions and millions of people that were flying on planes every day and the chances were very slim. There's more chance of you actually being in a car crash uh, than there is flying in a plane. And you know, I'm quite, I feel quite comfortable in a car for the most part. Uh, and so when I understood that, I realized, that, okay, that's good. That's a good thing to know, but still my emotions can still take over. And so what he taught me was this amazing uh, way of changing my perception within myself in order to empower myself every time I jumped on a plane or before I got on a plane. And so he said to me, next time you hop on a plane, I want you to think about this. When you're going through turbulence, I want you to imagine that you're a leaf. And just imagine this, visualize this, that you're a leaf and you're bopping underwater as you're going down the stream. Every now and then it bops underwater, but it always comes back up. He said, that's like a plane. And so I was like, cool. So I practiced that and, I, and it got better and better. The other thing he taught me that allowed me to get to a place of empowerment was that he taught me that I could imagine myself in a different place and really shift my perspective from the inside out. And whenever I'd go in turbulence in the plane, I would close my eyes and I would imagine that I was on a speedboat and all of my best friends, family members, people that I loved hanging out with were all around me and were all having fun on this speedboat. And he said, just have on loop one of your favorite songs that takes you to a happy place. And so here I am sitting on this plane in the next ride. I was going to, from Australia to the US and I'm bopping along like this and I'm imagining myself on this really cool speedboat and this song, um, I love pina colada, getting caught in the rain. Da, da, da. That song, <laughs> I can't sing it very well. Don't ask me to sing anything else. Uh, and, and so for me, like every time I, I would feel that turbulence, I would imagine this and it normalized it all. And as I was, you know, adjusting my mind to this new way of thinking every time I'd feel this, it would then reprogram my subconscious mind to the point where it started to calm down. And, and even before I get on the plane now, I don't get that feeling. I don't worry about it. I remember the facts if it ever tries to sneak in now and then. And every now and then, not so much, I'd bring the little pina colada song in here and there. Sometimes I listen to meditation, chilled, soundtrack, piano music while I'm on the plane. If I feel like my, my body is trying to get the best of me, the unconscious mind is trying to keep me in survival. Uh, and this really helped me to shatter through my fears. So what I would challenge you to do is if you feel like you're, you're facing some sort of a fear for whatever it is, public speaking, uh, facing heights, whether it's, you know, sharks, whether it's, uh, you know, just putting yourself out there or having, you know, a successful business or maybe even, even as, you know, public speaking, I want you to 
before you approach this certain activity or experience, I want you to close your eyes. I want you to get in the practice of reprogramming your mind and teaching your mind, parenting your subconscious with your conscious mind and doing it with fragility, right? Not treating it like, hey, you got to do this. Just really like calmly walking it through and programming with awesome visuals, fun visuals of what the experience could be and doing the research. You know, I had someone, one of my students recently where he was really scared to do this deal and he was worried about like, what if I make a mistake and how, how can I really level up because I'm scared of having success and responsibility. So I had him research people that were uh, successful and, and he studied their journey and saw how they rose to fame and how they increased their wealth. And I had him to study them and really get himself to a place of imagining himself doing that exact same thing. And then really linking feelings within his body and washing that over him over and over again before bed and first thing in the morning and imagining what it would be like for him to accumulate his wealth, for him to network with new people and to be able to go and shake hands with these people that he had studied uh, and really connect with these people on that high level because he was not afraid to step out and achieve success. And so these are two really powerful ways you can program your subconscious to overcome any fear that you face. And I want you to think of those two things, okay? Increasing your knowledge, understanding and experience to meet your fear so you can respect it, okay? And the second thing is using your mind as a visual, okay? Because your mind will always overcome the overriding feelings in your body if you're teaching it, showing it visually something different that is more in your power because you are either the master of your mind or the slave to it. So make sure you choose to be mind strong today. Okay, thanks for tuning in. Big love. Make sure you subscribe. Thank you so much for being here and placing bets on yourself.